Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of the Land Scurve Show, or rather, another episode of the Mrs. Scurve Show. Uh, unveil her new name, not tonight, with a new website, new social media, and um, having one of our usual discussions, and we decided to share it publicly. This is not going to be a long show. This is not going to be a long broadcast, but, you know, we felt instead of waiting and pasteurizing it and homogenizing it. Yeah, that's why I said, listen, we were driving on the way home. I said, it, hold on to it. And let's just let it all hang out when we get online. We will probably do something tonight or tomorrow, but hang out now before we head out. Mr. Scurve, I want you to talk to us. I want to thank you for giving me all of this wonderful food. And I eat so much of it that I'm still fat vegetables and fruits and and no meat and no gluten and no soy and no nothing and i still maintain my weight so we're doing something good <laughs> but um anyway we were speaking about um recently well last night the wee hours like one o'clock in the morning 12 15 a.m which technically it made it on um and this is this is local what we're about to speak about but it's really an issue we want to speak about, okay? So this is what happened on, on Pine Hills Road and Clarecona Okoe Road in Pine Hills, Orlando. The story's not so clear because they're still looking for these guys, but a bunch of guys ran up in a Walmart, licked off some shots, lost money and got away with it. So talking about it, I, I know what it is. Is this pound for pound is worse than Chicago as far as the murders are concerned. And I just want to lay this groundwork before we go into what you were saying, sweetheart, that more people in Chicago, which is going to give you more numbers. But if you take out 100,000 people out of Chicago and go by those numbers and compare it to 100,000 of, of, of people here from Orlando, Florida, I think we are number two as far as murders in the country last year and they were number nine so you know we have a universal so they don't things that aside but pine hills is a black neighborhood used to be a white neighborhood um there's vacation going on down in the paramore area and they're getting all the blacks out they just built a soccer stadium and they're getting them out quick Next on line is Pine Hills. That's where we are right now. There's crime here, yes. There's crime all over. We got bad heroin a, a situation over on the east side, but they don't talk about that. Windermere is over-the-counter prescription drugs. They have an epidemic of that. And lots of people from the affluent sides of town come from their side to come over to the Paramore area or a Ivy Lane or, or a Pine Hills to cop their drugs and go back where it's safe. See? So parts and, and let other parts stay. Now there's this big push with the Sheriff Department to have a task force to clean Pine Hills up. If there's a task force for crime, you better start downtown because there's a lot of uh, foolishness going on down there. That being said, when they reported the story 
for what happened at the Walmart, they spoke on it briefly, but they brought a little kid on, some young kid who was not aware of what's going on, and they used his, his, his footage. And basically he was saying, I'm scared. I'm scared to walk the streets. I'm scared of, that my brother might go outside and play and get shot down and killed. Come on now. But they want this neighborhood back. They want to start gentrification back in this neighborhood, and they use the media to smear the character and smear the imagery and make everybody believe that it's nothing but criminals over here, so let's get them out. They really want the real estate because it's close to downtown, close to the attractions. These, they're bigger lot sizes on these houses because these homes basically were built before the mad rush from up north coming down. So if this was a, they probably put three houses on this property otherwise. Um, or take on that. And Mrs. Skurve had a few thoughts and feelings <laughs> on that. You know, talk to me, yeah, sister. Um, You're my wife, but I can call you sister. Yeah, but when you brought it up about what happened um, this morning, okay. Uh, what I basically said that was, never um, put somebody in the news that they see that have some sense. You know, um, they always put somebody going to say some stupidness on the news. Um, because if they put somebody that's going to speak the truth, they're not going to like, you know, what this person is going to say. That's right. And um, that brought me to um, about, um, you know, a lot of things and people always say that, you know, people come here and they take away their jobs and, and um, you know, they don't get jobs and they rather to give other people from the outside jobs and all that stuff. But, um, you know, sometimes you hear stuff you really have to or you say anything um, negative, because now I I really understand where coming from with this and saying all this stuff. Because I think you know uh, they should really. I want to see you on the on the screen. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I think they should really <laughs> have a program or something that when the, when you have these people get locked up and and get out, they should able to. And because they can't get a job, we have so much crime, we have so many things going on, and I understand where they are coming from, because you have people that comes here that doesn't have papers, and they can find a job, get a job, and these people can't find a job, and a lot of them, the reason why they can't find a job, because they may get in trouble, or something happened, and they don't want to hire them, and I think it's so wrong, because how you expect to live, what you expect them to do? You know, what do you expect them to go out there and rob somebody, rob a bank, rob, do all this crazy Just stuff, waving. you know? Um, it's, it's really um, crazy, you know? So there have to be some help for people in order for them not to commit these crimes and stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. people will be down on them and saying all these things about them and all this stuff, but you don't understand. You're not in their shoes. You don't know what's going on in their life, in their family life and all this stuff. It's very hard out there. And without you finding a job, you know, it's very hard. And I think a lot of people have gave up because they apply for jobs and no one wants to hire them. Nobody mm -hmm. called them back. But yet and still you will hire people on the job to temp services that doesn't have papers or whatever, or whichever way you want to hire them. But these people that are born here doesn't um, have a job and they can't find, a lot of them can't oh. find a job. And your thought I was talking of, right? Okay, go ahead. No, but it's, it's really hard. <laughs> right. And 
for an American, but I am an American because you live here for 30 something years, you are an American, and I've been working for all these years. But keep the accent, you know, keep, I, I, keep the accent. So, so you know, something it's, it's really hard for people out there, and I have to. I have to say something because when I think about it, you know, you know, my husband, you know, we were, were coming from on the street, getting the, the tires on the cars, rotate and balance and all that stuff and all change and all that stuff. So we're driving home, both cars, and, you know, we were talking on the phone while we're driving home. And, and when he was talking about the robbery that happened last night, that's, Look, that's, both cars, your car. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We getting around and that's all that matters. So, you know, um, you know, we have to really think when we say negative stuff about other people, because sometimes we jump to this conclusion because somebody, you know, they, for instance, somebody see me and they, they knows that I'm not a born American. And they don't know my situation either. And I understand that. So I'm not going to get upset with them. But what I'm saying that we need to be careful what we say, you know, just the stink through stuff before we, we, because now I really understand because it hits me and it hits me real hard when I hear a lot of stuff up and I see a lot of these guys and they, they can't get a job. They have a family. They maybe have a couple of kids. They need somewhere to live too. They need a roof over their head. They need food on the table, just like me, you, and anyone else. I'm pretty sure if a lot of could find a job, you know, they would be able to keep a roof over their head and their family and they won't get themselves back in trouble. And I think a lot of them that get themselves back in trouble just because they don't know. You know, it doesn't matter who you are because I see white people looking for jobs, can't find a job because they, they have got in trouble too. But mm -hmm. uh, my sisters and my, my brothers, a lot of them is out there, can't find a job. They don't have a roof over the head. They don't have nowhere to live. They don't have nowhere to lay their head at night. And you know, you in your comfortable bed at night here, yeah, you know, and all this stuff. They don't care about you and all that stuff, but I feel for them. I feel for them because there are people, they have feelings and all this stuff. But, you know, we have to think about other people and not just ourselves. And when, when we can help, we should help. And we can talk about it and say something about it. But a lot of us don't want to talk about it. But sure. it's time to get up and talk about it. And, and people, we all have to get together. We all have to get together and start talking about these things because there are a lot of our brothers and sisters that's out there suffering. Thanks for Jeffrey, because he said the voice was breaking up a little bit. And we're going to acknowledge everybody in the chat room. We just popped this on. Like, oh, it's good now? Good. I noticed that the screens had, had blanked out on this side, and I have to check the bandwidth and all this stuff. You don't, you, you don't see what, what mess is in here. I got wires and stuff all over the place. I haven't. I was supposed to work in here like weeks ago. Plus, let me show you all too much information, but this is the reason why. <laughs> you don't see my glasses on my head so naked without it <laughs> i had them down here and i sat on them so what am i getting my glasses again don't you don't know another week or two <laughs> oh man unless uh, unless i go around like this this look right we can do that take it out you know i'll just tape it just break the other one off and just put some, put some tape on the bad boy <laughs> my head's shining i can see the lines from the skirt behind me on it it's straight shining oh man <laughs> You know, what do you think about all of this, um, you know? Um, 
<clears throat> wow, you know I'm always full of thoughts, but we're, we're like pieces on a on the chessboard, and we don't realize it. And it's always somebody else moving us around. And and whenever they want to, like, okay, it goes deep. There's a lot of things that are told to me and shared with me that folks don't ask me to share, supposed to know. And I'm not saying that to make it sound like I know so much. Right? Land and that ground there is, is, is toxic, it's poison. There's a lot of chemicals in the land there. Black people have lived there for so long. That you know, if something starts happening with us and our health down there, somebody has to answer because they're building up so fast. They have the school down there, the, uh, another school. I know this might break up because I'm seeing the screen pop out, but they have a, a fabulous school they're building down there. But it's not for us. There, and I, when I say we, I don't mean me per se or Mrs. Scurve per se, but black people, they have torn that neighborhood up. And yes, some of us are to blame for not understood, but we're being moved around. Now we're being moved out. And some people think, well, well, they're building a school for us. It's not for you. It's not for black people. It's for once it's gentrified, it's a beautiful school. They might let you stay there for two or three years. And for gives them power being envious over the next person buying a brand new car or having a bigger home or having a bigger position on one of their jobs you know and we're going against each other off of the trinkets empire it's funny that they would have a show named empire but you know like they said on the meme Um, screwed up. We're keeping our guard down by be, being so caught up in what this system has given us. And it's sweet. Mm, mm. Oh, yeah, the decadence is sweet. Mm, ratchet fights. Mm. Do my weave, but don't put nothing in your head. Our external side of things. burn it's like when you poison some you don't poison somebody by dumping a whole lot of poisonous and make them drink it and fall out because now they're going to figure out that it's you who did it put a little drop in there every day for two years half a drop a little And hey, get rid of the tool. Dirty, uh, a dusty, muddy tool that was used to build this beautiful landscape. Yet, now that they have it built up, get rid of it. The condition that we find ourselves in is very similar to those Native Americans who are on the reservations. You know, too many of them. I'll give them to get the perks of being Native Americans, right? But yeah, it might blank out. I'm gonna keep on talking. This um, snatched. We have hope. We live in a hopeless life. 
right? Not me, not her, not many who are here because we know what's up, but we're living a hopeless life. You don't have money flowing. Money's not your God, but in this world and in this, you need it. So if you cut the jobs, right? And we help to cut our connection to it. It's love not having a record, not having felonies, right? Having a, having a license, having a clean record and holding on to a job because they look for every excuse to do that. When you when, when you thing on your record, you, like they saw, right? So it's out of frustration. And I understand because in my life, some frustration also, but I had enough knowledge in my head who I was and what the game was that I wouldn't fall victim. Out there who really have what they need to do, just level. They're paying for it, and we need to have a little sympathy for them. Those who don't now, those who want to keep wallowing in stuff, to change and put the knowledge in their head, you know, then hey, they're making that choice. But knowledge is 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 a great game changer. Something you can't unknow it. Think about it. Um what I'm really saying that um, a lot of them, why they get themselves back in, in more, find themselves in more problem is because of the lack of job and unemployment, no, nothing, no mm -hmm. work, no anything. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's not like um, if they could get jobs to do lands, they, um, a lot of them would work, but they go and try to get a job and nobody don't want to hire them. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if they could get jobs, it would be better. They can't get jobs. They find themselves in more, more trouble. Okay. They, they get out and they try to find a job. Then they can't find a job. So they go do something else to make some money. They get locked mm -hmm. up again. Okay. And, and the same thing. Okay. So it keep that. That's the well, pattern. This is so why like, those of us who on the bus every day, I'm, I'm a little i'm a little different right so they kind of hang around you like they wonder what's going on with you like like i'm seeing you eat this certain way every day i see you carry yourself you carry yourself strong every and, and they gravitate toward that because and i'm speaking to black men and i'm not knocking the women or throwing the women off because they need jobs too they need this is for everybody but i'm speaking about the men because we possess the biggest threat in the mind of this system. Black masculinity is not accepted. Heterosexual black masculinity is a threat. Us. See, it's like, it's like those fruits so they can cut it and put another type of fruit in there and make a whole new fruit. See, you cut the man out. You have the woman by herself. The state becomes the daddy. See? So now you have the food stamps, the welfare. I'm not saying all of us are on that. We know it's white farmers, right? But for those of us who are in concentrations in the bigger cities, right? The state becomes a daddy so that a man is useless. And so when these, our sisters get the job downtown, and I'm preaching to the choir, the distance is that from us because that's like, you're not like that white man who's my boss in the job, who drives a Benz, who his wife and him and family go to Europe two, three times a year and have, they, they, they get intoxicated with something else, which is righteous that we should have for ourselves. It's usually us helping somebody build their empire. So we, we, we gotta reach back to the brothers and sisters who want to change, 
who want to see something different, but they can only see that if we show them. I'm here and in Pine Hills. I talk about going with Mrs. Scurve. Just twisting the dreads and <laughs> lip hanging like, oh, yo, that, that sounds dope, man. I ain't got to pay for the cucumbers. I ain't got to pay for the mangoes. Three acres over there, nothing but a bunch of cars, man. Clear it off and let's do this. Go online. You got the smartphone. You have to put those seeds, but they have to see it already happening. And you got to see the value in them. And sometimes all seeds don't grow. You're not going to make all seeds grow. Take a handful of seeds, and it's 100 seeds, and you throw it toward the ground. At least 10. Right, right. 10 grows. 13 or 14 will grow. But see, those 13 or 14 will influence everybody else, and it'll keep going and going. You have to put into that because, like I said, the creator didn't create a ghetto. He didn't make any ghettos. Right. When it rains, when the rain's coming, and it's the rich side of town, and it's the poor side, it didn't say, well, we're we're only going to stay on the rich side of town. Where did that come from, anyway? What's that? talking about the ghetto, <laughs> you know, it's always everywhere, everywhere. It's always a ghetto. Why? Um, like, no, no, um, no. It, 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 there has to be a ghetto. <laughs> no, there, no, I'm telling you, I'm, I don't say it has to be, but I'm telling you why it has to be. It has to be because when you have the who are ripped off people, right? There has to be a designated ghetto place close by. You have a person who owns a hotel or, or, or a set of businesses, and he lives in the rich side of town, right? It's the rich side of town because there's a poor side of town. Don't call me a communist. I'm just saying that share the wealth, right? And if you don't, but look, who takes care and raises their babies, right? Where do they go to for pleasure? Who do they look to for pleasure, Right? They come out in the hood to get the drugs to go back. They come out in the hood to get our women to perform acts on them before they go back, right? For what's minimum wage now? Seven, eight dollars an hour, whatever it may be. Um, whatever minimum wage is, that dictates where we live. So when we're on these jobs, getting paid next to nothing while all these millions are being made and they expect us, oh, we done made millions this week, massa. Like when I worked at Home Depot, they used to have their pep talks. This week, and this is a New York City store, so they made a whole lot more. This week, we, and it's back in 94 or whatever. This week, we made $2 million. And we and I only had about 25 cents in my pocket, car sitting up, couldn't run, and had to walk home two miles in the ice. And I'm supposed to clap? I'm saying. No, but that's why there must be a, a designated ghetto plantation close by. Whenever you see an ultra-affluent place and you see black people cleaning up, Black people pushing carriages and not get jumped when you go into one of their neighborhoods is either look like a construction dude with, 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 with the helmet on and some tools hanging by your side or some cleaning lady. If you walk and you don't fit that description, what are you doing around here? That's the way it is. But it must be to keep their system going. If you only make X amount of money, it can only, for, let's just make up numbers, an apartment you can only afford for 600 bucks, right? That may sound good, but that's 600 bucks. I mean, you live with roaches and rats and other folks who, you know, may not be future, right? And it's easy to feel down in that environment where you leave to go to work and there are people sitting around, you leave to go to work and they're sitting on the same stoops looking at you. They watch you go out 
The clock goes around. They watch these shows. They talk, drink a little beer, make some babies, smoke some weed, and they watch you when you come back in. And sometimes because of their sense of hopelessness, they'll get envious or they'll either be inspired because, like I always say, envy is the flip side of inspiration. Same thing. If I'm not motivating you or you're not motivating me with what you do, of you, whether it's aggressive or passive. And I, I, I don't know envy. I know action. I know inspiration. If I see somebody doing something, they might be into planes, right? And, and flying planes and taking care. I say, man, too, but that's not what I like. What do I like? He's doing what he likes. Let me find what I like. But see, it's hard in the inner cities because we're thinking on a level of survival. And when you're worried about your next plate of food, it's hard to go after your dreams. When you're worried about two or three days, you're going to get kicked out of your apartment. Right. You know, you, you, and I understand it. It's not impossible. But when you're in that environment, you know, how are you going to be clean when you take a shower and jump in somebody else's dirty bath water? So amped up like I'm going to really do this. And then you walk out your door and you see nothing but hopelessness. And then you got to deal with what comes at you because when you have that spark in your eye, other people around you, because they're not feeling too hopeful, they pull you down, right? Because they really want to live, can't swim, and they're, they're, they're drowning. They grab your arm and try to pull you in, not really because they want to pull you in, but they see you out of it, and, and you're the answer. So even when you get hate in your circle, it's really a cry for help to hate anybody you all know my work ethic and then again you all don't know it you know what you see here but she really got me in the yard and and doing chores and doing all kind of things but it keeps the movement life is movement neighborhoods and i hate to say hoods but you know what i mean no movement next because when you have that idle time you start to think of all kind of things so you got to keep it moving but but yeah the thing about it that other people motivate me too mm -hmm. because if I see you doing mm -hmm. um, things like okay you have a home and I pass by and I see your home it, the, the the yard is well maintained everything it motivates me to do more you know because I like to see my my garden with my beautiful plants and and my my herbs and my fruits oh we and, know and all that stuff they know growing. they saw the but pictures but it, but it it's instagram last curve you'll see all those places no, it really motivates me when i see other people doing stuff it really inspires me to go and do more you know and i you know you think other people in your neighborhood are outside your neighborhood to see that i would try to even do that because we could have we as black people we can have the beautiful the neighborhood because we do good landscape. We're people of the and sun. We, We're connected to the earth. Because when I came here first, I, I always see mostly black guys that doing landscaping. Now everybody doing landscaping. And I know we do some beautiful landscaping. So you can't you do know, it like we, us when we're on. Yeah, when we on it, we on it. You That's know, right. and, and some of these black guys when, when they do your yard, oh my God, it's beautiful. When right. they, I mean plants love the so, melanin yeah so i know that if if we are you know just come together and do the right thing in her neighborhood we would have the most beautiful homes and it is it, the thing about it 
the house, it, it, I always say it doesn't have to be a mansion. It could be a little, some, whatever you want to call it, you know, and you, you put some paint on that wall and the yard is well manicured. That's oh right. my God. You're driving down the street and you have to keep looking because it's so beautiful. And if we all would do that, oh my God, they don't have nothing else to say more than drive down our neighborhood and try to have an accident because <laughs> they, they can't believe it. And that's what we should do. You know, that's why they, that's why it's not even a brag thing. And the oppressors people come through the neighborhood and they see me cutting the grass. <laughs> They come through the next week and the next week and they realize this guy lives here. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and look how he's keeping his, it's a pride thing. It's like back in the day growing up, right? Teenage years, 20s, but say the teen years. Out. You made sure, and I mean out like on a Saturday evening, not even with a woman, but just a bunch of fellas or you're going out with as a good group, you represented. Your car, the rims, the pride was shining, the car was shining, your hair is done. You're rocking your Gomez Adams just right. That's the inside joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but you see when I'm in there, I'm doing my thing. No, but it's pride. I like when my head is is, is not all fuzzy and, and scruffy and I try to smell good. Um, mm. It's a pride thing. So when you step in, you have that presence because it, it's, it's a reflection on how you feel about yourself. And when you feel good about yourself, don't let nobody tell you, oh, you're just arrogant. Oh, you're narcissistic. No, you tell them, I'm made by the best. The creator, that, I don't know about the creator that made you, but the one that made me, made me and he fashioned me in his image. Not no white Jesus image, his image, right? All for that. So all these low self-esteem running around here, people who are sucking up on the, on, on, on the TV tube, and sucking all these things and images that's making them feel bad about mm -hmm. themselves. Because you yeah. know what, God has made us beautiful. And you know what, when you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror, let me tell you something. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, you look so fresh and nice because you get a good night rest and you feel beautiful I wake up inside late. and I out. Wake up late. And, no, it's a beautiful thing to wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and, and I look at myself and I know I'm beautiful. I don't care what nobody say, but I am beautiful. And I know God has made me beautiful. And me, I don't need to put on, take off or whatever. That's how he want, <laughs> wants me. Take and that's, off? <laughs> you know, so, you know, you should feel special about yourself. It doesn't matter what nobody say. You always need to feel special about yourself. Just look at yourself. Look in the mirror in the morning when you wake up and say, I'm beautiful. Thank you, God, for me, for making me so special. You know, and you... you There's just, nobody like you in, this, in yeah, this world. Yeah, you just have to look Never at Never been yourself. in the space you occupy. Only you occupy that space. So your perspective is not only unique, you know, we got to understand that we are valuable. Why do we feel we have to walk around and, and no, I'm not this, and one day I want to hit the lotto, and maybe one day I have, no, you know, maybe nothing. God puts you here abundance, and it's not just abundance in money. I'm not trying to be some prosperity preacher, because you know how I close your ears. You know how I hate them bastards. I hate them. Need money. But the prosperity of your talent shared, your abilities. We have strong spirits, right? And we need to share that in our community. My, my spirit is beyond my physical body. 
I'm here, but my spirit takes up this whole block. Right. When I walk down the street, even before I get there, and this is what you got to think, what's going on? Like the animals before the earthquake, they start feeling your strength, and you never apologize for that. Through meditation, taking good care of yourself, and you can read these oppressors' minds, and they will be afraid of you. Because right now, I've been reading some stuff there. That book I've been reading by Brother Cosmo. You know Brother Cosmo, right? Um, I'm not sure if it's the second or third. I have two of his books, and his mother's going to send me more, but I didn't want to really bug her. And I, I have to admit that I skimmed through it before, but this past week, I've been looking into it deeper and deeper and deeper. And let me tell you something. Out there that he shot the three police officers and they had to shoot him. I really don't even know about that. Right now, I don't even know what went down. We got a lot of computer-generated stuff. I'm going to say it. That if you read that book, which I'm going to have to, I'm going to start reading like on every show I do, I'm going to read a page. Drop a seed, drop a seed. I'm not going to try to read the whole book one time, right? You read what's in that book, you'll understand why they had to kill him. You don't go from that right away. Yes, he probably had PTSD. I understand it. Yes, he might have been on medication, but would be a medication type of guy, like his mother said. You know what I mean? But if you read that book, and I don't vouch for just anybody, you read that book on how he broke. how the food fits with our existence and how that man that's why when we were going down to uh um when he called for conversation you might not remember it but that time we went down to fort myers we were driving down here last april, last april yeah last april mm -hmm. um and then may we did the interview um june july that's when it happened and that's when he passed away so that's why me being here on this level i have to talk about that because he he exposed not not exposing conspiracies, but he exposed things that side of you. Like what the heck? We already know the thing about re religion, man-made religion, but you really look at it like. And, and I, I got to get in that book even more. I'm telling you, I'm very excited. It's been sitting there for a while. I've been so busy. Understand why that man couldn't live as a black alpha male who was connected with himself went all through the different countries in africa after he got out of the marines to speak to people that were on a higher level of self brought the information back and broke it down that was one of the most beautiful powerful com conversations that we had while you were sitting next to me while i was driving down to fort myers and i'll never forget it and i wish i could have recorded that the show we did Paled in comparison to that conversation that we had. And, and these and these young guys, they go through a lot when they go into the military anyway. And I hold on, CIA, brother, CIA. <laughs> I, I, I really think that that they have done something to them because my son was in there for almost ten years, and and he is is battling a, a disease called myasthenia. And I, I'm mm. telling you, um, I think that because in her family, there's no trace and nothing like that. And I think that some kind of vaccine or whatever yeah. they do to them and, and mess them up. And Guinea now, pigs. you know, going through all the stress and, mm -hmm. and all the things. I, I, I understand as a mother because I, I was sitting in 
up in Jacksonville last year in the, mm -hmm. in, the, in the doctor's office when I have to draw him out there because he can't use his hands and his um, his legs, they get weak and he don't, he don't have strength in his hands. His muscles get really weak. And, Stuff is and real I, out and here. I'm, and I'm sitting right there in the doctor's office and the doctor is telling my son that he can't help him and all that stuff. Let me tell you something. This mm -hmm. is not something that's like a joke or whatever. And, and people can say whatever they want to say and all this stuff. But I do believe in my heart that they did something to them. And I, and I believe it's something that they did to my son, like vaccine or something that messes up my son right now. And why well, he's all messed up. Now. My, my son shouldn't be in this position right now. You know, and, and I understand the stress of what a lot of these guys and I, and I as for me I like I like to listen to NPR news and and stuff like that and and I I've been listening to a lot of these guys that came out of the marine this white guy was saying all the stress that he was going through and because mm -hmm. of all of that stress and the sickness that he's going through my esteemia gravis I, I just dropped it in the room we just say also to everybody when to drop the title of that book He's saying all the things that he's going through messed up his marriage because he was he was not he was unstable, you know, around his family. He couldn't live in the house with his wife and kids and he couldn't stay around none of his family. He was actually homeless mm -hmm. and all this stuff, you know, and, you know, I, I like to listen to all these stories. I don't like to listen to stupid, crazy stuff that's going on that not, is not going to do anything for me anyway. So um, it's, I understand with a lot of these guys that's going through a lot mm -hmm. of stress and a lot of times we Carly. see a lot of these guys that's homeless and so much stuff is going on and and because i i this is something that i witnessed my husband after helped me um to pick up my son when he fell and and he's a big guy he's like six feet whatever and you know he fell he couldn't help himself because he, his muscles got weak his legs got weak he, he got really stand bad up. he couldn't bathe himself. it got he really bad yeah Probably eyes and yeah, yeah. The, the the doctor, the male clinic up in, in Jacksonville, and I see him there crying. And I just I, I feel like breaking down, but God has gave yeah. me the strength, and that's why you have to put God first because He gave me the strength to hold up so and, I, I didn't break and down. That, in and that front upset of me seeing no, you stress. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean. It stressed me that in him that we first connected, man, the body he had, you know, and then to see it come back that he's much younger than I am. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you might break out crying. This is real. So, I mean, it's not like I'm telling on you. You love your son. You love your children. You love your family. You love yeah, your people. Because... But yet and still, you know, he might be at the hospital and you're connected because you want to go there and just even sit by his side, right, but right. you got to go to work. Right, right. You know, people don't think about these things where you have going through something, but you still have to have the strength to get up and go to work and function. Right. It's, it's, it's like when and and spoke to my mother and went back to work when I was working at Home Depot. As soon as I got there, I got the call that she had the stroke. From the place, didn't know what was going on. And that's why I wanted to kill that manager when I had the two weeks off. He says, oh, you know, you're lucky. You got two weeks off. I'm like, lucky that my mother died. That you want to wring his neck. <laughs> no, you. No, no, for real. It was. It was. It was. 
helping me over there because I'm, I'm I'm trying. I was trying to get to him. They will hold me back, and I was crying. I'm like, are, are you crazy? I put the fear of God. He took a week off after that. Get him. No, but you know what? I don't understand, and 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 a lot of us don't really understand because I, when I when I went to California, um, when my son had the first surgery, and I see this young black guy, black, you know, young guy. He's probably a little younger than my. Come son. over here, we can see you. <laughs> You're sinking down like. <laughs> You're probably, in the sinkhole or something. Yeah, probably younger than my son. And um, at the same time, when my son was having surgery, and um, it, no one was there with him. You understand what I'm saying? So they need support. Some of these guys don't have their family there. You know, they, there should be a way for somebody to be there with them to help support them that like they feel like they wanted. You know, they go away because sometimes. They go in the military because they don't have the support or they don't have the help, and that's the only Nicole way. Nicole said write a book. And um, you know, it's really hard for them, and I feel so idea. bad. I feel so bad for this young man. And even then, when um, my husband didn't get to go to um, California, when I'm he had scared the first to go. Surgery, Earthquakes. Uh, my uh, my brother went with me at the time, but I would go. I would he had a next surgery in Tampa, and my husband was there with us. They put us up in a nice place and everything. And it, it's a really hard thing because I'm there to support him. Last year, again, he was in the hospital taking treatment again because it's it's really hard. They have to take Mr. his G blood Fresh. out and all that stuff. And this time, uh, next week, he'll be back in the hospital again. And that, that's not a not an not a easy thing to deal with. And I know um, a lot of family um, out there is going through a lot with their 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 family whether it's their husband their wife their sons or daughter brother sister whatever but it's it's not an easy thing for these guys that's in the military so we, you know what we need to pray for them and you know just, right, just pray right. for these family because they need they, even, i'm telling you they need it and even if you have your family in there and if you are sending stuff overseas for them make sure you send that uh, all of them get uh, stuff of because that's what i usually do when my son was there overseas he would been in iraq how many times and different places years, right? japan yeah. different places mm -hmm. australia but um and are you Stuff right. And, and understand, you know, I guys in the military. He's up top, they can kiss my yellow behind. What they were doing was righteous. They have, and, and I see the whole scope, and I, and I spoke, you know, I'm not going to put his name out there because he's shy, but I spoke with your son, son about all of those things. And at first he didn't really understand, but now as time goes on, he understands a lot more from the other side because he, he went into the military straight out of high school. And so that's all he knew. And so when he came out, it was like, you know, I was a little, I was kind of radical to him, like, wait a second. But I said, no, it's not you, a certain spirit, a certain heart, but you didn't know, you didn't know, you know? So that's why I'm clear on that. I support these guys because I'm out here in the street. I see them homeless. I see them out of their minds sometimes. They can't help that. I see them addicted to drugs because a lot of times they did that out there because of what they had to go through. I know that from the guys who came back from Vietnam that are a little older than me, and I got a chance to sit down and talk with a lot of these guys. And what they had to go, to, go through, I'll probably have to be a high out of my mind too he shot up and things. First of all, you know, I don't like things flying over me. I freak out at the <laughs> airport. When I go on a plane, I got to go in that little tube because I can't go toward a plane that big and walk. And then, I'm like, oh, no. And it flies. No, man, that freaks and me you, out. You were so scared when we were going to New York. I didn't even know that. You didn't you know that so I was scared. scared. 
<laughs> I don't like, I mean, the flying part is scary, but then when I'm on there, I'm like, I'm out of control. God's will. I don't like it. But going toward that, when I went to Jamaica back in the 80s, and we had to walk out on yeah, the sorry. open man. Yeah. I, I had a hat and I'm 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 trying to I put cotton yeah, in my ass over here. And they're like, what's wrong with you, Lance? I'm looking noise. down. <laughs> Look up, Lance. No, I'm not looking up. No, no, no. I'm just just guide me. I had to play like I was blind. I know I did. I, I got dark glasses at a time and I closed my eyes. Please help me on the plane. And I closed my eyes. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't, you know. No, but I feel for those guys. Yeah, and but um, a lot of us don't understand. Even to just go in the hospital sometimes, you know, you just can go maybe if you have time sometimes and visit one of those hospitals with um, one of the VA hospitals with these guys in there and see what I'm talking about because it's it's like, oh, it's so heartbroken. You know, it's really heartbroken and see what these guys go to. Some of them, no, no legs, no arms and lost their high sights and stuff it's 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 very hard it's, it's it trust me it's it's very it's a very hard um thing to deal with because as i can say it over i see my son crying over and over again and sometimes he say why me why me and i i'm saying you know they'll say why not me because some you know you never know what god have in store for you and and, and this happens already and and only god can um take it away you know only him can take it away but right now all we have to do is keep praying and and keep trusting in him and pray for these families you know and it's, it's back to you know talking about our brothers and sisters you know how i feel for them and you know i i just want the best for everyone it's not everyone gonna make it and and all this stuff but a, a lot of us out there suffering and and sometimes we can help and we turn our head and we don't help and as i say um in this country it's, it's really hard for a lot of us because there's no support and it's really hard it's really really hard i didn't know that nicole um is that going to be on tonight is that something completed or is that something in the works um that's very interesting i would have loved to kind of go around there a young van zant is doing a show on the survivors of the post nightclub shooting oh yeah see but um it's funny because after she does that show it'll go up on youtube but if one of us had something in the show that I did was demonetized, and I think it was blocked in a lot of countries, and I, I wasn't saying anything bad, but those controversial things that happen, they kind of stop you or keep you away from it. I want to call you a hate channel. Um, on some things independently, and I'm going to put more things up on the actual site, landscurve.com. And when Mrs. Scurve's site and everything is completed, I just want to throw it out there. Bang! You know, um, Tonight, gotta make a few runs. You know, I'm a night bird. You know, I'm probably gonna get on tonight. Um, but we will we'll have several live shows this weekend. And I do want to say about the Donald Trump cutbacks. I don't know the exact, I don't need to even know, but this is something that we need to talk about because um, no matter how the axe will drop, we have to be prepared as a people because those of us who have done the right thing by ourselves pretty much where, you know, those of us who are blessed to be working, gainfully employed, blessed to have the right state of mind to know how to save our money and to have vision and live below our means, we're the ones that's going to be taxed. And I don't mean like it's a bad thing, but right now we need to be spreading the knowledge about finance and how to take care 
And there's going to be a lot of folks who are going to say, no, I got to go get my hair did. I got to get my nails done. That Korean man needs to get this money for this hair. This this Korean person needs to get the money for the nails. I'm yeah. going to party. I'm going to go get some cheap nails. I got one time to throw away. <laughs> but the thing about it, um, you know, if you want to get your nail done, uh, maybe uh, more black people should be uh, opening nail salons. That's and right. And then you give her money to them because I'd rather give my money to them. So I think that what you do, I, you know, people should start doing stuff about themselves and, and then we support them. Support each other. So, you know, it, it will all in whichever way us, you no? can support the person is not always money. It's it's it's. Losing and, and even your elbow grease sometimes if they open up an establishment, tithe your t you Christians who are saying, oh, tithing and we got tithe and bring that money to the church. Community, take a time where you say, hey, let's bring a few kids or to this particular business and talk to the owner, a black business in the neighborhood. The one may have some sense because we have a lot of black business owners who are no different than some of these Asians that come and want to suck the money out the neighborhood. Trade right under the title where yes, I'm a black business, but they, they have no because he could be just as bad. And looking at you like, oh, you dumb black N-I-G-G-E-R, whatever, whatever. I'm getting the money from here, but I want nothing to do with you. Will you good one? Bring some kids to clean up or to do whatever and have that man explain to them how this business works. And that way, every time they drive past that place, they have an understanding that's very much real to them. Mm -hmm. And this is what I find in many of the communities. It's hands-on. Many of us who have jobs, we don't even share what we do with our kids to say, hey, I want to bring you in, if you can, bring you in one day and show you what I do. And maybe it will start the interest in your mind to say, you know what, I may not want to work for a person, but I want to have my own like this. Look at all the uh, internet cyber startups that are happening right now. And um, I just want to say that I'm going to be doing a blow-by-blow Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev fight two weeks from now, actually 15, day, 15 days from now, and it's going to be a blow-by-blow. Blow. It's going to be the usual you know, setup. We're going to have more people here. We're going to talk about the fight, and even after the fight, we're not going to show the fight, but we're going to talk about it as it happens so you don't have to buy it. And even if you buy that fight in here with us, and we're going to talk boxing all night, I'm going to set those links up, but we're doing something different with it. One dollar, right? One dollar. It'll set up with PayPal, and we're not charging it to say, hey, I'm going to get rich over it, but with something that we're trying to do that's never been done because match. nobody has that kind of money, but to sit around afterward and talk about it, have people call in for a couple of hours until we, until we drop. Thing. So we're going to try that out. We're not trying to break the pocket. We're, we're going to set the link up and put it up. And like I said, I do this for free, but we're going to do this and charge a dollar. And then maybe in doing that, and I can bring in some boxers, some trainers. We'll do every big fight. So that way it'll make it easier. And it won't be like, oh, please, please. Or you black people don't support nobody. A dollar, right? Everything else is going to be the same usual. And we're going to talk. We're going to do interviews. Also, uh, Carlene, I got the email. I'm sorry that I um, didn't uh, get a chance to respond back directly. But I'm definitely going to reach out. 
and we're gonna talk. I gotta slow down a little bit. I've been, I've been, I've been good, right? I've been getting better sleep, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, because there was a time where I still look like a raccoon with these dark circles under the eyes, right? But there was a time when it was a starting to affect my health seriously. Seriously, <laughs> starting to affect my health, going so hard and being a little bit imbalanced. I'm eating perfect food. I'm eating good food, but I was lacking on the sleep, which affected your hormones. And it had me wired most of the time, and I wasn't effective as much this way. Now I'm more grounded. I'm still getting a lot done, but I'm doing everything in balance. So don't think I'm fading off or anything. The best is yet to come. More effective and smart than just flail away and just throw your punches and not even know if it's going to land. <laughs> but um, let's try to help people want it that would be your best investment. You just don't help people who don't take an interest. You still have to be wise. Don't be a fool. Talk of the righteous stuff and say, yeah, I need help. I need help and take it and run with it somewhere else where they're not supposed to go. There's a lot of, there's a lot of spiritual vampires out here that will pray by on your vision for the world around you and yourself and drain you down. And when you start to feel drained, understand that's very much a real thing. Your spirit never lies to you. You have to figure out where's this drain coming from daytime and you work at night and you never draw power from your AC, but your, your bill is so high. Somebody got a little orange plug somewhere on your property next door down the block sucking power from you. So you got to figure out where you can yank this bad boy out. And those very people who don't want to do things for themselves or are not self-motivating. She'll tell you, I can't sleep. Sometime because I'm like, I gotta do there's a lot of things running all of these platforms take behind the scenes. I'm not, there are a lot of guys that are out here doing it, but it's hard to keep up with Brother Scurve. I'll admit that part. It, it can really throw you off. There are times when weeks go by and I may not even go in the backyard. Back in the day. Now I make sure to touch that soil, get in the sun, as much as I fall a day or two behind on the blog or on the videos because it's a work in progress, it's a legacy. Where I was speaking to my, bro my brother, but spirit, you know, melanin brother, uh, Rodney, and I have to give a, 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 a praise to him, extremely large amount of weight. His health was going down, down, down. Diabetes that he had so bad, um, and I know he doesn't mind me telling this, right? You all don't know his last name anyway, so don't go try to look on the Facebook, right? But it's gone. No medication. The guy is slim. He, and when he told me the other night, and I was supposed to go to bed early, we spoke for about two hours or something. I was, got to bed like four in the morning. And it inspired me more so because even though I'm healthy from the way I eat, I can be a little more healthy when I start exercising. But um, we can always improve. When you feel that you may not be making any progress, there's another road you can go up in making progress. Look, if you don't have, let's just play around. If you don't have the money to get that pretty dress, sisters, that you want, window shop. Window shopping is free. That way you get to know what it is and you'll take time knowing. So when you do have the money, you go straight to it. So research everything you want to do. Even if you can't do it or don't have the money to do certain things, never use that. And here's another gem that I want to drop on uh, you from Brother Cosman. I can't even read or say it like I'll read it another time. But basically, he says, is very economical. It gives you what you ask for. 
it always says yes. It's up to you to ask what you want off of the menu of creation. So if you say, you know, I want to do so-and-so, but I don't have enough money. Then, then already, well, you don't have enough money, so you're giving praise to the fact. So it's gonna give you, it's gonna give you what you asked for. I don't have the money now. Something that you're not asking for, ask for it. Now, when I say money, everybody's ears perk up, but whatever it may be, and then make yourself worthy of receiving that. It's not like you sit on your backside, where are we gonna pray on the pray to the Lord? He gonna he gonna bless us with some education, but ain't nobody trying to read a book. Right? You got to be in a in a process of striving for that. The devil is a liar. I done had uh, uh, three uh, triple bypasses, four heart attacks, three strokes, but he's a liar. He's and passed the potato salad. Well, you're not trying to eat better. You, you have to cite the universe in, in a righteous way. You're rich already. You have to speak like you have it. When, you, when you're appreciative of what you have, it will give you more. We're all strapped. We want a little more money. But say it this way. Well, you know what? It's the taking care of. You could be on a curb with two cents in your pocket. The universe will see that. God will see that. And then you'll have that answer come because you, you're already cultivating this spirit within you. Rich people don't talk about Oh, they trying to get more money and it, and it comes to them easy. It's a game. Let's get out of impoverished thinking and also acknowledge the things that we are rich in. Don't have friends, real friends, right? There's some people who don't have health. To appreciate, we are rich in so many ways, but we're looking at this TV, looking at the internet, picking up on other people's Facebook pages and getting mad because they may have a material item and that may be all they have, or maybe they have the whole thing. Sunlight hitting you, stuck in solitary confinement, and you come out after 60 days in the hole, you glad to have sunlight, you're like, ooh, sunlight. You glad to wash with your backside stinking. You know. that have five letters in it that start with the letter P2. You know what I mean? Bad, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> <You are. laughs> but, but, but we have to change our thinking. Um, there's so much that's out there good for us. People will wonder to long stretch of prosperity. I'm not going to be afraid to use that word because a preacher used it and it scares most of us. I'm, I'm talking about prosperity. I'm a blue collar dude. I got to get up and work every day. She got to get up and work every day. So we're not saying like, oh, we're rolling in money. It's not about money. But while we are riding toward our goals, mm -hmm. we enjoying it. And yes, we have times that I cry, you cry, I get upset, you get upset. We got to figure out how to make ends meet on this way, that way. But we keep it moving. Why? We keep striving. You know, hopelessness is a heck of a thing. And your oppressor is not going to come unless he has something for you to do to pay you minimum wage. Mm -hmm. He's not going to try to uplift you. They don't up, care up, about you, you and they give you more work and enslave you too. That's right. They don't That's care right. about you. But you get your it. behind home the best way you can at the minute. You know, if you can't pay, well, you you live on that side of the Okay, no problem. I live on the good side of town. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and That's how they think.
help you know everyone and Nicole was saying that um mm -hmm. you know you can't help everyone because you know right. some people don't really right. um they don't care so you can't just go out there and help everybody because right. some people don't really care and they got to want to use it they don't right. want to do stupid things, just for that one time you know, and they go and, around yeah, that's they, right and they go around keep doing this they got to prove themselves worthy yeah, they got to prove so themselves like, worthy look you know and, and you're worthy another thing before we go and i keep saying it before we go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no but people are going to try to make you feel guilty doing good yeah, or not yeah. doing for them yeah. well i see you got so and so and i see you got this and i see you got that you had to go through a do on a righteous right. level to get it now we know there's a lot of folks out there doing stuff on an unrighteous level we're not even talking about that because karma you know <laughs> it's not always a bad thing karma will reward you but the couple will reward those those people with what they put out to the universe. But you know, the thing is that your hard fought energy, your life force is precious. Manifested in money, you manifested in keeping your family happy, keeping them upbeat and good. And we can feel that with each other. And so you know when a person's willing to get down and say, you know what, I see where you I want that for me in my own way, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get there, mm -hmm. right? And when you see that, you're like, come on, let me help you. You want to plant that seed. You don't have to beg anybody, but there's some who will make you feel guilty for where you stand. Exactly. And don't let them buggers try to make you feel guilty because of their lack of action. Because if they were interested, they would ask you how you got to where you are, right? But they damn sure want the reward. I can't work three jobs, but <laughs> you got some money. Some people just don't want to do it because guess what? I've been here since I was 21 and I've been working ever since. And you got your first and, house when? 26. Yeah, I don't, um, listen, it's like. And you um, wasn't making much. No, not you much. Tell them, you told them already, but you yeah, tell them. Back yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, it was minimum wage I was making at the time. How much? But guess what? I, I saved. How much? No, it makes it look better. It's the truth. How much? No, it was. I was at the time. I was making around four fifty. It was like four fifty. Four fifty. Yeah, it was minimum wage. Woo! You I know, go to McDonald's and, um, get a two for two. No, that means I, I, I get just, a drink and I ain't got none for the hour. I just came here and no, I know. you, know, you want to make ends meet. You, you right. have a family and all. But that you didn't stuff turn your stuff. nose up and yeah, say. I was young. I was married and all that yeah. stuff. But you know, and you know, you you want to. Um, you have your kids and stuff like that. I at the time I had a. a a two-year-old, a three-year-old, and uh, you know, it's it's. And, and at the time I was moving in the house, my daughter was only two. Um, two she should have got a time machine. Went old, back and found you know, me and, first. And, 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 and then I, when I was pregnant with my daughter, and at the time, which is the youngest one, and I said that you know what, I don't want my kids to stay in an apartment because I want them to always have somewhere. I I said it right. before in a show. I I need them to have somewhere where they need to play. You know, somewhere with a. Not, not letting them out in an apartment complex and they're all over the place you don't mm -hmm. know where they are or what happened to your kids and you, you're not able to watch them and and so um i was here like what five years and and i and i said i i have to you know i have to have a home but, but you and spoke it, and it, and it, and it don't you spoke to, it you spoke it yeah i said it and, yeah. I, and I know and what people I, were doubting you yeah and, and you I, had a friend help help you save yeah and I, i'm Tell it. i'm telling you my friend 
Um, <laughs> I used to say, I call her by name. So yeah, Rose, yeah. Rose Brown. Um, she, you know, nice lady. I met her and our husband and our kids were very young when I when I came here. And, and she's my sister. She she's a Black American, but she's my sister, but from another mother. And um, I respect her. I, she's I, my I, sister I, from another Mister. <laughs> I really respect her. Nice lady and everything. And you know what? I opened an account at the time and I, and I put her name in my account. That's, That's how I trust. I trust. How many y'all can do that? I trust that she knows my account number, everything, and all that stuff. And I trust her. That she's the sweetest person ever. And I save up my money in SunTrust Bank. I, I never forget. And, and you work uh, extra. Yeah, and I and I extra jobs. And cool. I, and I, yes. <laughs> No, but at the time when I got the house, I wasn't working extra job. Right, right. You know, I, at the time after I moved in the house, I, I started driving. I got a car because I got a house first, then I got the car after. Right. Because you don't want to have a car payment and, uh, and and try to get a house at the same time because a lot of times you don't want to give you that loan, you know, to get both. At the, mm -hmm. You know, you have a car payment. They don't Debt to income ratio. Yeah, so... You know, I, I got the house first, and I and I was kind of scared. People, I was really scared, and you know, at that age, I, I you know, some people, I, I was scared. I'm not twenty six. I was scared to drive, but then I I straight from I, Jamaica. I built up the courage, and it took me two weeks. <laughs> I paid, uh, you know, someone, and it took me two weeks. And the two weeks, they, they said, "Oh, if you could, if you could drive, I'd let you steal your husband's car." I want to tell him go to hell, but then I, I just keep my mouth shut, and I, I went to no, not, not not this husband, that that yeah, my she upgraded. <laughs> so she upgraded, I, and, and and I went to the car dealer, and I and I, <laughs> and I did get a car, and right. you know, and after that, me knowing the type of person that I am, I go and I get a part time job a couple of days in the morning, and then you know I have my other job and whatever because I want to make sure my car was paid for and insurance, right. you know, all that stuff. You know, you now you have a mortgage and all that stuff. But you so, put it into motion, you know, but but you know you, you want something and That's you right. have to push forward to do it and. And God had gave me that strength to do it. And, I, and I'm grateful to him because I talked mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm telling you, he has been so great, you know, and awesome. And and, and, I, and I'm grateful. And I, and I just looked at myself and I say, if I can do it, you know, any, anybody, can, Another thing, you know, anybody else can do thing. it. You know, like, like I was speaking to one of my brothers on the bus the other day. He is with, um, oh, God. Um, I forgot what faction of black consciousness he's with, right? But I met him on the 36 route when I was doing the 36 mm -hmm. about a year ago. And find love that we have for each other in passing. And he brought up uh, the conscious community, the so-called conscious community. I don't call names. You know, you know these guys who are arguing over what happened back in Egypt and Kemet and this and this and that, and they're fighting and mad at each other and threatening the goons of, you know, all that stuff. And it makes us look foolish. We got to stop that. Somebody else will call it this. Someone else will say the universe. Someone, let's let's put all that to the side. At least we believe in a supreme being. We are screwed up as black people because we're sprinkled all over the place, right? That for a very long time. But let's put those things aside and let's come together as one people, right? Just one people. Because like I always say, when the oppressor comes to shoot us down, he doesn't have a checklist like, we didn't get enough Muslims today. Let's shoot three Muslims. Let's, oh no, the Christians are cool. We got them already. You know what I mean? We got them under control. But let's get these other ones here, there. Um, 
with us. They, we're already split up enough as it is. Collectively, we've got to do that. You know, I'm doing it on all different levels, but we got to push a little more because the rate that we're getting killed off or knocked off mentally meds to our kids that, that don't need it. They may have a bad diet, high sugar diet. They may be hungry, feel the sugary stuff, and they out their mind. Oh, here come the Ritalin. <laughs> and, and the mama gets a little bit extra from the public assistance because now you've turned your kid into, in, into a junkie, into the substances. And sugar is, a, is like a drug. And I'm, I'm just kind of ranting, and we're going to wrap it up. But the FDA said if they knew then what they know now about sugar, they would classify it as a drug. Well, look in the hoods at the corner stores and the bodegas that are usually owned by somebody else, and you grab them cheese doodles, little kids running around their fingers orange, and they wash their hands, it's still orange. That's happening to them on the inside. Wow. Sugar this and sugar that. Did they get enough B vitamins that day? refined white sugar, you need the presence of B vitamins. B vitamins don't really hold in your system anyway. They are water soluble, just like vitamin C. You need that to digest this white refined sugar that goes under so many different names. Knowing is that when it's finished off with OSE, I'm saying this for a reason. Sugar, and you don't have the B vitamins from a healthy diet in your system, it, it, it's going to leach it from your body, right? So now B vitamins are, are necessary for the production of energy in certain systems in your body, but now you leached it because you had something that tastes good that was cheap, that ran them crazy, and now they have sucked out even more. How do you expect your kids to learn? Going steady. So we're being attacked on a nutritional level. I hate to say it, look the way we do in the downtrodden neighborhoods. You don't have to look and feel that way other supermarkets or stop spending and uh, the so-called beauty supply store and get some good food because true beauty is not a topical thing look you got no makeup on i'm not knocking my sisters wear makeup right but look look look, look up under her neck look, look, look at her face she's lean skin water lean you don't have to go get chopped up just drop the bad food and i'm 54 years old and you creeping up on a year behind me so 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 youth is something we cultivate you know just don't think oh, i'll turn 35 man you're downhill from there i don't care my best days are ahead of me be but like muhammad ali said i know i'm still pretty <laughs> you have to look at yourself and say you're beautiful you are beautiful you have to speak you, that and, in. and you have to you feel it from within you that's know? right and you glow because uh, you are beautiful and you were made beautiful and you have to look at yourself and well, don't call me beautiful you can call me handsome about me and oh, all the other ladies because you know that they'll, they'll misconstrue okay it. she called and him beautiful what they do in their bedroom behind closed doors he's wearing wigs and makeup is he cross-dressing no well we are beautiful we are yes, beautiful are. we are made beautiful and i know that i am beautiful i don't need anybody to tell me that i am beautiful i can look in the mirror in the morning and, and also and say i'm beautiful and, that's right and you have to look at yourself as guys you look at yourself and say i'm handsome i was made handsome and as a reason for god to make me this way you know <laughs> no <laughs> no but, but, but we speak these things then so for our sisters who knowledge uh, about the eating practices 
and 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 you know holistic healing and all of these good things the things that we are the masters of until we were disconnected from that place, following behind people who don't have a clue they don't have a clue these doctors don't have a clue and so for the sisters and the brothers out here who may be a little overweight i wasn't throwing off on you healing but the same token you got to speak it into existence look at yourself and it takes time it takes it time takes but time indoctrinate you know, yeah, treat yourself yeah, precious yeah your heart and your liver your mm -hmm. kidneys your pancreas your lungs your, your crotch sauce whatever it may be your foot your elbow you're beautiful and, and and strip down before you go to bed and don't be afraid to look at yourself yeah. even if you don't if you're not where you want to be but still look do at it. yourself still do it. and say okay yeah. i'm beautiful under all of that it's just going to take a little time yeah. for me to get there but the minute you decide to commit to that new way of eating and you're going to fall you're going to get back up give in i need some mcdonald french fries or something i'm at the point where i don't <laughs> see it I don't touch that stuff, right? But there was a time when I was a hog a couple of years ago too, <laughs> right? I used to call you up, sweetheart. I'm on the bus route. Bring me some extra, what's that, sweet and sour sauce, and bring me a root beer soda. Me, right? But I had to reconnect with myself, and it made big changes. So understand that no matter where we are physically, as long as you're alive, you are beautiful. Feel it, but you also have to go through the practices that will bring you into your full beauty. And it's not going to be overnight, but the joy of the process. The minute you commit, you're already there. You just have to go through the process of it and you will get there. Think about it. Um, even for the the every anyone that is getting help from the government, like getting food stamps and so that money, you you could buy good, nice food for you and your family. Um you know, to Leon eat. Black. You know, uh, I mean, come on, um, like um, you, you buy nice vegetables, fresh vegetables, and all that stuff. I love you and, like a fresh vegetable. If, if, if you want to eat meat, it's up to you <laughs> because I'm not here to preach yeah. to anyone about. But make sure you buy the best of stuff with that money. But with the meat thing too, I want to say that um, Brother Cosmo had in his book that fine thing that um, with many of the older cultures that if you do eat meat, let it be. 10%, no more than 10%. Every every nine bites you take is vegetables and fruits yeah. and other things, but let it be a, a small, small amount, amount and yeah. let it be something clean, clean. not something yeah. out of these supermarkets shot up with steroids right. and prepared correctly. Fresh. And it won't be such a stress on your body because all the other vegetables and fruits will be cleaning you out. Especially so you us, have to. us ladies um, with the chickens and all that stuff, if you're going to eat it, uh, you know, females, make sure it's something fresh, not nothing with hormones and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, fresh fruits and vegetables, the best thing to lean on, a lot of grains and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And as I say, if you're going to eat chicken, make sure it's fresh. Or if you're going to eat a piece of fish, make sure it's um, mm -hmm. it's wild, like wild salmon Barbara, or, or salt water. Barbara fish. Jacobs. You know, you... I want Make you to sure. I want you to call after we get off the um we're up, you're up. And I didn't I take my barber the other night? Yes, 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 yes. So we didn't forget you. And I haven't been asking <laughs> you as much on WhatsApp because the hours are off. I'll check. I'll say I'm gonna answer her. So I might be on the bus or something like that. So that everybody also, um, the only number I have, regardless as to what on the websites and stuff, I'm still trying to get the numbers right because we got rid of all the other numbers that I have. 407-590-0755. I'm going to put that 
and um, lock that in. If you see it anywhere else on anything that is Lance Curve, any other number, please point it out to me so I can uh, take it down and correct it because um, there are many people who have tried to reach out by calling the old number. They're like, man, you can afford a, a phone. And I'm ba- like, yeah, Barbara is in London, right? Yes, no, yes, no, he's no, in the no, UK. No, he's late now too. Yeah. Over there five hours ahead of us. Exactly, yeah. exactly. No chills, what's up? <laughs> and so all the people that I haven't acknowledged inside the room, um, Kemeta, yes, everybody, I've been talking, we don't have our headphones on because, um, so whatever, this is going to be a quick one, but yeah. we've been talking for like about an hour and 15 for, minutes, right? Yeah, we'll be no, but that's the way it is when, when we're here. Yeah. Just normally, this is the kind of stuff that we talk about. This is not a pr- production. We started out one way. Look at the title. We're talking about food now. We talk about <laughs> this lack of a gainful employment cause hopefully. But Nobody it's something to be touched on. In line and, it's something you know, to be touched um, on. Yeah, because, I mean, um, a lot of us out there, though, we don't really know how to really um, feed our body. To, um, because our our organs and stuff, we need to feed our body properly because mm-hmm. for our liver, our mm-hmm. kidney, our heart and all that stuff and make sure mm-hmm. we're drinking a lot of fresh water, clean fresh water right. every day, a lot of water. That's right. At least even if you can drink like 32 ounces, you know, whatever, make sure you're drinking a lot of water. As soon as you pee, we should more water. <laughs> you know, let's, let's keep drinking water all day from you get up off the bed until you go back to bed make sure you're taking a lot of water you know keep your skin clean and fresh and you know feel as good in the inside and out you know and and the other model is eat life and don't consume death or a lot um for the meat eaters eat and and chop it up freeze it up send it out to the supermarket right you want things that have life to still have life force in it. Dead meat does not have life force in it. If you do eat meat, right? The lions and the, and the animals who have the teeth for it, they eat the meat live, but there's a little bit of life force in it. <laughs> Some animals don't eat dead meat either. Right, right. We're it's forcing true. dead meat with a long digestive yeah, they system. They don't even look at it. Right. No, it's true. That's right. It's, it's really true. That's right. Because it's nothing like, um, even now, like going in the backyard of the plum tree, you see the plums on the tree that's all red and. You know what I believe? I, I, you I see it hanging? Like, this is what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start eating it while it's hanging. No, I'm not going to pick it off. I'm going to eat it while it's hanging. No, but. You know, um, we usually just pick the mangoes off the tree and just eat every, I mean, everything, the skin and everything. We just Real eat. Jamaican. No, but it's true. Real we, Jamaican. We eat everything. Look at we the joy in her face while she says this. And you just eat everything. We, we go and we just pick the tomatoes and we eat in the tomatoes. You know, because we don't spray no chemical on it or nothing. You just pick the stuff out. Well, you know, you know why I laugh when you say stuff like that instead of real Jamaican? Because my father would tell me these stories. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> the, the Concrete sugar, jungle out here yeah. in New York City. Yeah, I want to be down there and all that stuff. You know, the, the, you know fresh herbs and vegetables. That's the best thing because you digest it very well, and it's it feels good. You and mean, you're not you're, sitting on the toilet reading half the Sunday lying, paper for thirty minutes. Feels good in your body. People get you know? people get bugged out. Let's say, listen, I'll be back. <laughs> I gotta go to run around to the restroom. Bing, and it's done. <laughs> Pop, because yeah. it comes right out of you. <laughs> No, I, but and, and it's best while you're eating all these fruits and veggies to put a lot of water, yeah. a, a lot of water. 
just keep drinking water, a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, a lot of grains. You know, make sure you have that. You know, that even your kids, you have to make sure you're giving the kids all this stuff because the kids because they're, they're growing at such the a fast rate. Like they're sucking yeah, the stuff they, in. Yeah, they're eating all these bad fast food, processed food, and all this stuff. And the foundation and you give them is very yeah. important. So you know, you is know, that, it's best to, some people I see them out there and it kills me. They just feeding this artificial food to the kids to keep them from being hungry. That's it. And it's not I'm good. hungry. Let's eat. No. I'm hungry. What is my body hungry for? Did I get enough protein today? Did I get enough carbohydrates today? Did I get enough essential fats today? Did I get enough vitamins and minerals? Did I stress myself to have to require certain vitamins and minerals and certain things? Is my food devalued? Who cooked my food? People who touch your food and cook it for you an energy to that food. So if you go to a restaurant and, and that employee, that chef, is disgruntled with the person who owns the place, he's he's not feeling good. That's going to translate into you. It's not just about sexuality that merges demons to make you bipolar or crazy out your mind. We got to watch how we eat. And we eat any old thing. But the people who eat any old thing, I bet, I guess, guess what? They don't do it in public. So you got to eat private. You, you know, when you're around in restaurants, if the, if the restaurant doesn't feel right, you need to get out of there or, or prepare or learn how they made it and do it at home the same way. When we go to these clubs, when we go to these restaurants, when we go to these malls, we're attracted. Let's pick a restaurant. We're attracted to that restaurant because of the atmosphere you can make. Their food don't come from another planet. It's right there. You can prepare it the same way. You watch and you learn. You go online. it's not the right thing either no, because it's well, like... Well, if it's bad... Some of the food that they made for... Okay, example, the salmon. So, um, some restaurants you go, they don't like um, do like for those who eat salmon. salmon. Yeah, yeah, for who eat salmon. is A lot of them that do the farm-raised um, salmon, you know, instead of the wild salmon. You gotta be wild and, you know, if you, you do that. You have to make right. sure you know it's what you're eating. And sometimes people can tell you that th this is what you're getting and it's not what you're getting. You have to be careful because it's, sometimes it's best for us to prepare our food ourselves. If, if we don't, you know, sometimes ask, you know, somebody will help you to um, to learn how to do this. You, you have to try until you get better, you know. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's a process. It, it, it's it, not going it to happen overnight. Time and it's not going to just happen one day, but at least we have to try. And but when and you when you push and try, that may live out of state that does, ha, hasn't seen you in a while. And that's impossible because of Facebook, right? But they really haven't seen you in a while. Look, you lost so much weight. Or you're glowing. It's yeah. not just a matter it's of the losing the weight. weight. It's, about it's that glow too. Yeah, your your skin looks different. And, and, on, all the, that stuff. and on the flip side, you have to be a twig. If that's not your genetic makeup, weight comes off. A, a lot of our sisters are punishing themselves. A lot of sisters are punishing themselves because they may have a slightly higher level of even healthy body fat, which you are supposed to have, of ectomorphs, mesomorphs, and endomorphs. Those are the three basic body types, right? The endomorph is the one that has the thicker bones and a slower metabolism, wider. They can't eat the same things that an ectomorph can eat. The ectomorph is the one who is high strung, can eat everything in the fridge and not ever get fat and slim by nature, hard to put on body fat. 
and just you know like a mosquito hyper you know no well, i know you sleep you're, you're an endomorph you know i mean an uh, ectomorph now one more thing you got the mesomorph they're in the middle now those are identified as the three basic body types but it's one scale of the different uh, uh categories right so you got to figure yourself out with what what works best for you so says works for them as far as their metabolism or their musculature it may not work that way for you but we all operate on certain basic uh, uh, um, principles we work with the basics and then when we learn it it's like balancing on a bike or a unicycle right and we, mm -hmm. once we get that rhythm we know our bodies thank god i know my body from many decades ago when i used to do bodybuilding so i can play around my food and get away with it sometimes Get out of here. I don't want to go, y'all. You know, when I start talking, we, somebody, we're doing them eight uh, hour jammies. Just with the address, uh, somebody was saying about the salmon, um, stop eating it salmon because, um, salmon gives them, um, headache. Um, because it's the same thing with the shrimp, mm -hmm. you know, it gives me a migraine. So, you know, it, it depends what you're eating and, and where it comes from and all that stuff. But if, right. you know, if it's something that that causing you, uh, um, some problem, maybe you should leave it alone, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, you, you have to really take care of your body and, and make sure you're eating right, as I said, and just, you know, live life do it and and just, you know, take care of yourself. And, That's right. That's right. And we hope you have a wonderful weekend and be blessed. Peace, people. Thank you. All right, y'all. We're going to head on out. We will be back. It's not like we have to come cross town and ask some old Jew man, please, could you give me the keys to open the door for the studio? Ah. <laughs> this is us. This is in the house. I get in the middle of the night to take a leak and I come in here and do a show. So um, we got some things we got to do right now and then we're going to come on back. Maybe tired later on, but I probably will pop on in. Maybe <laughs> I'll pop on in later on and we'll continue. But we will this weekend talk about the whole Donald Trump thing with cutting back on public assistance and no matter how that goes or how the actual story goes because i didn't go into the details of it but the effects of it and what we need to do and we will open up the lines to talk and i'm have everybody contribute the live shows are here but we've been working hard behind the scenes and to make things better to make our life better and to make us better to be servants of the most high because that's really what we are what we take our joy from being um there's no complaints here no matter what happens out in the world we are servants and we want to just help to make the world better. But we also have to keep ourselves healthy and better and not let ourselves run down. I learned that and um, this journey. It's a short one on this level, but we have a whole eternity ahead of us. And it's a <laughs> wonderful thing. So download the app of the Landscurve. Landscurve. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. I didn't get all my sleep. Download, download the app, the Landscurve app, app, the Google Play Store, the Apple Store, and the Amazon Store. I don't know how that's going to sound. Um, hit me up anytime, text preferred, but you can call 407-590-0755. Uh, and the email address is scurvemedia at gmail.com. S-T-U-R-V-I-A at gmail.com. After the V, there is no E. People always tag mm -hmm. it. My mail comes so jacked up because they always jack up my name anyway. So I'm used to that. Um, you want to say something? Okay. I'm good. I'm, I'm so, See, she talks a whole <laughs> lot too. Don't think she's just always quiet in the garden. We're going to head on out of here, y'all. We want to hear the feedback. And, and uh, Barbara, if you can call, 
we love you and yes. you know you always say nice things and we appreciate everyone you know and nicole yeah. and and barbara and, and leon and, yes. and everybody i'm not gonna even gonna scroll up you know <laughs> but we gotta head out of here yeah. and i'm gonna come back and um like i said everything is gonna get better and um i'm open for the suggestions one more thing i got an <laughs> email from a young lady who is doing a documentary organ theft a straight up legit documentary and if you're not in the, the Landscape Talk Show group room on Facebook, please make sure to join. And um, I'm going to be dropping a lot of things there. Um, uh, also, go to the Landscurve on Facebook, uh, facebook.com Landscurve. That's the fan page. I'm not saying I'm somebody that, that deserves to have fans. That's what they call it, right? So, <laughs> and the oppressor's like, he has fans. No, it's people I serve. I'm a servant, y'all. But like the page and, and understand we'll be dropping a lot of stuff on All there the too. beautiful people. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, we're going to head out. We love you. And um, hit us up and we'll be back. We got a whole long weekend and I'm going to be churning out some crazy behind videos too. We're going to have some fun. We're going to take the camera to the street. All right. Peace out, y'all.